First Timothy chapter four, verses six through 16. If you put these things before the brothers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, being trained in the words of the faith and of the good doctrine that you have followed. Have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. For to this end, we toil and strive because we have our hope set on the living God, who is the savior of all people, especially those who believe. Command and teach these things. Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift you have, which was given you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things. Immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Man, maybe the most fatherly moment of the letter. Yes. I mean, obviously... He is encouraging him in in godliness. That is the whole uh, the weight of this passage. Uh, but at the same time, he's like, "And now act like a man." Yeah, he's like giving him permission yeah. to walk boldly and confidently in Christ in front of other people. Yeah, yeah. It is like like it's almost like he's standing at the at the, the gates of the college. Mm-hmm. And he's unpacked the car. Yeah. And he's like, uh-huh. now, when you go in there, this yeah. is how you live. Yeah. And I'm 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 leaving. I'm gonna go back home, but this is how you do it. Yeah. I mean, I love even like verse 15, practice these things, immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. Like that's just so practical and you, you know, like yeah, it's like you're you're gonna get better, like you know, like he he's encouraging this young this young gun to to be preaching and you know devoting himself to to sound doctrine and everything in the eyes of a very skeptical and torn church, and I just love that idea of like you know your 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 delivery might not be like that great starting out, and you know you're you're not gonna come out the gate at like a hundred percent, but you know, immerse yourself in it, like dive in and get better and better. Yeah. I love that. He, he ends by a a verse that, um, some of you may know he ends by saying, keep a close watch on yourself and your teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, some would say, keep a close watch on your life and your doctrine, Mm. um, persist in this for by so doing, you will save both yourself and your hearers. He's saying, Timothy, it's not just enough to go to go say the right words. Yeah. It's not just enough to give a good sermon or to write a good article. He's saying, 
that the Christian, the Christian life of the Christian leader is walking closely with the Lord. Yeah. My grandmother used to say before, um, but when we would leave, she would say, remember who you are and who's you are. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and it was, it was kind of annoying when she would say that. Cause uh, I remember hearing that, especially when I was a teenager, when I did not want to remember, uh, mm. you know, who mm. I am, which is like, a part of the Nelson family and she meant who's, uh, you know, whose I am. And that's like a person in Christ. Yeah. You know, I kind of wanted to do my own thing. Yeah. Um, and so he's saying, you can't just go do your own thing. Yeah. You know, I also think this verse 12 is, is very popular. Let no one despise you for your youth. A lot, but- a lot of student ministry t-shirts have this on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But but set the believer as an example. Well, you know, honestly, most of the time you just have that first phrase, let no one despise you for your youth. Yep. That's the verse. That's, <laughs> that's all he says. Verse. That's that, verse. Yep. That's right. I, I think that basically sums it up. That's right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's followed by, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in conduct, in love, in faith and in purity. And, you know, it might sound like let no one despise you for your youth is just like the, Paul's given him the green light to just go be like this reckless, young, you know, fiery guy. But then it's followed by this command. You know, he's being sent to basically oppose these like elderly elders of the church. That's right. Who are teaching false doctrines. And he has to go act more mature, more wise, more pure than these guys. You know, like. That's that's a pretty hefty uh, command. <laughs> it is. And I think maybe a word in there that's really weighty that we skip over pretty quick is example. Like, mm. who's he to be an example of? Yeah, yeah. That's great. Not an example of a good leader. Not an example mm. of um, a theologian or a pious young Christian. He's setting in the example of Christ before them. Mm. Amen. And I think that's really, really important for us to remember. It's not my job to be a the resident expert in everything. Yeah. It's my job as a follower of Christ to set an example of Christ before people. Yeah. And it's good, you know, obviously I'm I'm young and you know, this this passage is heavy because in a very, very good way, mm-hmm. because he's basically saying, you know, like if you have these gifts of you know, public love, like teaching or reading scripture or, you know, leadership, use them, immerse yourself in them. Like mm-hmm. he, he's pushing them out of the nest, but it's also like, but you, he's also saying you can't say, you can't go out and teach, but live an impure life. That's right. You can't go out and teach, but then be slanderous and haughty with your words elsewhere. You know, you, you can't go out and teach and then act like a fool elsewhere. And it, it's really like saying like, hey, it's time to grow up now. You know, it's it's time to put the childish things behind. That's right. And um, that that it, it's so good because it, it, it's elevating and validating the gifts that Timothy has. But it's also this really heavy warning of like, you know, this is the path that you need to walk, though. Yeah, I think the the bookends of this um, are, are interesting train yourself for godliness and immerse yourself in these things. Mm. There's like an active pursuit 
Okay. Of knowing and showing the Lord. Mm. And, you know, he gives the example. He's like, I mean, exercise has some value. Mm-hmm. But godliness has value in every way. And so I think this may be a, a good question to ponder for all of us is, what? how am I training myself for godliness to know and show Christ? And how am I immersing myself, mm-hmm. that other book, and how am I immersing myself in Jesus so that I can know and show him to others? Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean like know about him. I mean like walk with him, talk with him, intimately know Jesus, be friends with Jesus so that my life is a model of that. And I think our daily rhythms, I think Bible reading, I think talking about the Lord, the public reading of scripture, there's, it's basically back to Deuteronomy six, the Shema, Mm. do these things when you, when you, when you rise up, when you walk about, when you you sit down, when you lay down, like it's like this 24 seven immersion in Christ. And you think about it, Christ is immersed in us 24 seven. Yeah. Amen. You know, I, I also just think that the command of have nothing to do with irreverent, silly myths, it obviously he's pointing back to, I, w- I would say one of the themes that is emerging as we go through first Timothy is the centrality of, of Christ and of the gospel. And that is not like the center among some other little things, but it's like the center and whole That's right. uh, of the entity is Jesus. And you know, that it's just like a great searching question from the text is, what what irreverent silly myths and and things am I being distracted with? Am I getting pulled into? And, and you know, ultimately, what is like taking my focus off of Christ? Because That's this right. is Paul's biggest warning: is you know, as long as you have your sights set on Jesus and are in pursuit of Him, then things are going to go well for you. Man, so such a rich passage and as we as we wrap up today what what is hindering your sight from christ Mm. but rather train yourself for godliness and immerse yourself in those things and uh and i think the rest kind of works itself out Mm -hmm. amen well for will carlisle i'm thomas nelson thanks for listening to our daily rhythm I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.